Abbey United, Kalani United, Arrowheart, Ahana Celtic, Ballymore Celtic, Manor Rangers, Ben Bulban FC, Yates United, Dramore Villa, Carrick Town, Boyle Celtic, Gertrude Celtic, St John's, Valley Rovers, Valley Gawley Celtic, Polly Bowles, Eel Tober, Grand Celtic, Ballyclare United, Merville United, Kelglass, Ennis Crown United. This is Youth Soccer on Ocean I'm not sure if the window has closed at this stage for saying Happy New Year, but I'll say it to you, Tina Byrne. Happy New Year to you. And many happy returns, Aston. Thank you very much. And a new season of the Youth Soccer Podcast, or a new year. You're back up and at it again. Uh, we're, back, we're back up and running, yeah. The fixtures, uh, was first round of fixtures since the break uh, was yesterday. Um, so I decided we may as well get stuck in. It's like going back to work, you know. You might as well just go get cracking again, you know. Yeah. Now, the, the, the break was strategic for the Christmas break the yeah. bad weather pitches yeah. and also there was the new registration system yeah. coming online yeah. for, for soccer na- nationally so it was an opportune break but even though you're back playing the weather didn't play that much ball with you did no. it this weekend? Well to be honest with you like yesterday there was uh, as they call it sometimes sideways rain I mean there was the, the conditions were pretty horrendous and in I have to say in most of the games that um, I'm going to feature there's a significant reference to the conditions because there was not only wind and rain there was like in some cases there was borderline sleet and whatnot so it wasn't ideal for the for the youngsters to be going back out onto the pitches but as i always say sometimes it's the the the, the snowflakes at the sideline that feel it more than the than the kids <laughs> the kids seem to just they, i think to be honest with you a lot of them were anxious to get back to a routine of competition and get back into the different weekends for the different age groups and get back up and running again but as you said there was a couple of um the, the weather before Christmas, there was a few weekends where really and truly the roads and the conditions were, were really, really bad. But they also the um, the FAI wanted a shutdown because they were transferring over, they were migrating data from one registration system to another. So they sort of didn't want complications about is players reg- are players registered, etc. And then there was the, the standard Christmas break. So to be honest with you, most people wouldn't have had any football since probably... I'd say a good four weeks at least. It was around the 8th or 9th of December when the first uh, bad weather weekend kicked in. So, look, we're back and we're back up and at it again. So, um, a couple of um, a couple of matches that I, I particularly followed yesterday. Uh, one of significance that caught... Yes, caught the, fir- the first ever girls underage soccer match at Mitchell Curley Park in Sligo. That's right. And and, and it, it again, it's uh, Merville United were the hosts. Um, they... Um, played um, Tubber Curry, uh, Real Tubber, which um, again, short stint down the road for, for them and a, a girl who would feature quite a lot on the um, on the Merville United under 12s is uh, Ava Colrevi. She seems to be a little bit of a sharp shooter. So um, there also was a, a couple of newcomers who are playing with Merville now, uh, Neve McNamara and Emily O'Brien. So I think all in all, um, 
a, a good day out. It's notable the first girls competitive game up at Mitchell Curley Park. So nice and strategically located. People passing by, walking their dogs and all that. I'm sure they were wondering what the activity was. And again, a good humoured game and uh, Merville coming away with the win 1-0. Very good. Now, uh, because we're just getting back up and running for the new year after the break, not all the results are collated yet, but we're going to go around uh, uh, Sligo Leitrim and pick out a few of the feature games. Under 13 girls league, Tina. Yeah. Colry Bowes and Gertrude Celtic. That's right. Um, Colry, uh, they were playing up in the showgrounds Astro yesterday. Um, Colry under 13s and Gertrude Celtic were the visitors in, but uh, Colry uh, seemed to be, seemed to have the, the, the turkey um, gone quicker because they scored <laughs> three goals. Um, Hazel McLaughlin, um, Keela Ward and uh, Carla Yonker, they won 3-0, so a good win. Uh, unfortunately, um, not not a, a magic day for Gertrude Celtic, but um, I'm sure they, you know, it's their first game back. I'm sure I'm sure they'll go back to the, the drawing board and come back for their next their next fixture. But a three nil win there for um, for Colry Bowes. And in the same age group, Yates United against Boyle Celtic. Yeah. Now, what I what I caught my eye about this game was because um, it was. Um, they, it was Yates United, United's first under 13 game since uh, the 21st of October, which is a lot. But a lot of any weekend that the representative teams are playing, any players from those clubs, they're normally, those fixtures are sort of left out because there'd obviously be a couple of players down. So it's interesting, like it shows you how long you can go without a game given other other uh, fixtures uh, representative fixtures etc but um it was i mean Boyle are very very strong in uh, in the underage girls but uh, Yates have a lot of pedigree behind them and uh, again they emerged uh, the victors there. It was four two in the end. Hope O'Brien, which uh, who was a prominent member of uh, the under thirteen representative teams, uh, Emily Dunn scored. Um, so they had a, a good, a good, uh, a good uh, squad out playing. So they were happy with that. So they came away with the win against uh, Boyle Celtic 4-2 so again Boyle will go back and I'm sure uh, do their homework uh, but again Yates would be one of the stronger teams in that in that division so no 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 shame in that in that uh, loss there Okay we're not forgetting about the boys either the under 16 league this weekend Yes under 16 um, Yates had a very good win over um, Strand Celtic um, they again the the Every everybody doing their their notes for matches. Um, the narrative mainly was terrible weather, cold wind and rain, and that and Strand Hill probably on a sunny day is one of the nicest places to be. But when the that westerly wind and rain is coming in, it would be difficult. So I was impressed to see that there was a lot of goals scored. Again, the wind may have um, the wind may have had a factor in that. Uh, for Yates, the goal scorers Adam Burgess, uh, Mark Greer, Sean Timoney, and uh, Finian O'Mahony. Um, I'm not sure who scored for Strand, but um, there would be good. Um, they would be two of the stronger teams in uh, in that league, and always well polished and well coached and all that. But uh, the 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 what would the bragging rights went to Yates on on this on this occasion. So well done to them. 
And uh, Rail Tubber in action too? Yes, Rail Tubber um, girls, they had a, a, a good, um, I think it's under 15s, yeah, under 15 girls, they had a very good win over Drummer Hare. And again, um, Hannah Kelleher, she, again, another prominent uh, player for Rail Tubber, uh, fine player, she scored the two goals for, for Tubber. Drummer Hare pulled one back, but I think time was against them and the Tubber girls went back up up the road um, with, with that three points under their belt uh, so they were they were happy campers from that um, the other game that I, I didn't really know this competition I won't say existed but I didn't wasn't familiar with it from before but it's a national trophy under 16 round 2 and um, Sligo uh, team Ben Bulban FC were um Playing in Cleaver and the East Galway United uh, were the were the visitors, so they had the trip down uh, down to to Cleaver to play. Um, uh, by all accounts, a tight tight game. The fi- I'll, I'll go to the result first, so it'll give you an indication of how how tight it was. Ben Bulban four, um, East Galway United three. Um, but there was um, uh, Fergal McLafferty, uh, Connor Jack Van Rensburg. He scored, um, and a first goal for the season of for Thomas Burns. So again, I think they were three 0 up at half time, um, which was which was which was uh, probably you think at three 0 at half time you're pretty much home and host. But um, East Galway, they and on the Ben Bulban FC page they said deservedly pulled it back to three two. So I'd say maybe the the Ben Bulban lads sort of took their foot off the gas. A little bit, and um, they pulled it back to three two. So I'd say that was a bit worrying for Ben Bulban. Eventually, they um, forged ahead again. Uh, Tom Nicholson got a fine header, and they ended up uh, on the right side of the score, and that ended up being four two. So again, best of luck to them. I'm not sure where they go to the next round, but that will come out uh, in the in the the next fixture list. I have fixtures here for next weekend, and there must be four or five pages. And there's all sorts of trophies, SFAI, interleagues, everything. So it's full full throttle for um, back to competition for next week. Very good. And speaking of Ben Boban FC, a couple of their players selected for the Sligo Rovers uh, representative action. Yeah. Uh, I just, season? Yes, I picked that up. Now, I know there's probably other teams, so um, as they say, don't shoot me because I only mention um, these guys, but it's it's just that whoever is active on the Ben Bulban FC Facebook page, they do a really, really terrific job with keeping it up to date. So I see that um, Matthew Gillen, Ryan Lang and Dara O'Sullivan have been selected um, for the Sligo Rovers under 14. And that's no mean feat because don't forget, it's not just lads from clubs around Sligo that uh, go in for trials and all that. There's normally uh, players from from other sort of fringe jurisdictions like Mayo, Roscommon, Donegal, you know, South Donegal, that they would they would come down. But the, the, the three guys have started their, their training. I think they've started maybe on Friday evening. Uh, so they, unfortunately, the, the sad part of that is that they can, they're no longer, no longer part of their, their, um, their club team, which is kind of difficult, but I suppose that's the, the price of success. Um, so they finished up with their, with the Ben Bulban FC in their age group uh, just before Christmas, wherever their last game was. And they're in now in the, in the, in the showgrounds. And I'm sure it's, it's a great experience for them and they can, they can only learn and improve and all that. So the best of luck to them, and I will try and do a little bit of a as as players are are picked from different teams. I'll I'll 
give them a mention um, from each club um, as as I see it on their on the on the social media pages because that's where I get a lot of my stuff apart from go, going to matches and, and meeting people and chatting and all that so um, well done to those three guys um, and best of luck in your future soccer career We haven't spoken to you in fact since the conclusion of the World Cup were you happy with how it finished? Well you know uh, to be honest with you I know my uh, my Uruguayans let me down badly <laughs> um, but, Yes we, um, we won't be picking your lot of numbers uh, this know, year that's our New Year's resolution But to be honest I, I think I forgave myself <laughs> ten times over because an awful lot of the I think for me the group stages were some of the most unbelievable fixtures and results and happenings and I went back, I, I looked over a few of my prediction sheets that I did for some club fundraisers and I really and truly, like, I, I certainly had Germany going through, like, you know, the, the, the as they say, the probables and the possibles. I was really so far out with uh, with um, with some of my uh, some of my predictions and whatnot. But I do think that um, in the end, it was uh, it was um, probably fitting the way the the final the final went but um big shout out and kudos to Morocco they you know they made it extremely interesting but there was some there was some great games and great scores and great you know for for, for a world cup that took probably a lot of um a hammering before it ever kicked off for 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 the right reasons i think when when the football started and there was some some fantastic matches and all that it it all in all, I think the tournament uh, was 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 good. I I don't know what what your feeling on it was, but what what did you think of the? Well, yeah, I mean, you had to park two things: leave the ideology, the ideological part of it yeah. in terms of where it was being held and why it was being held yes. there aside, yeah. football wise. You know, I think you, 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 people were, you know, even the the. Uh, the Ronaldo Brigade, you couldn't begrudge Lionel Messi uh, achieving what he achieved. Yeah. Um, I thought the presentation ceremony was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Um, Mr. Infantino in his white sneakers. White sneakers, I yeah. Mean, I, think, I think those... But anyway, I, I, I'm digressing. Football-wise, yeah, there was lots to talk about yeah. and, you lots know, to so many... Yeah. I think, you know, it, it brought for me, I think, to watch a team like Morocco or Croatia or, you know, where, where you identify with them, even if it's only on a, on a, on a, on a race, population ratio where you say well look they don't have and maybe their setup is different and all that but even even down to how you know it doesn't mean that because you have the Bundesliga in Germany and that you're strong and that whatever it doesn't necessarily mean that success is always going to be there so I think for a team like Morocco or Croatia have pedigree and you know they, they, they're always um, they're always slick and strong it, it, it sort of proved that you know any anything is, is kind of possible but yeah I think the the whole um, razzmatazz of the the, the the money side of it and, and the all that probably got a little bit ridiculous at the end. But yeah. I think if you focus on say Messi's um, ultimate achievement and whatnot, you know it's it's it was overall it was it was very good. Before we finish for this week, I know you had one condolence message you wanted to mention, uh, I, Tina. This I week, d- I did. I I just think for 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 me as part of of the committee and for somebody who would have or who is uh, an extreme extremely um fantastic working behind the scenes always um doing the, the the best he can for um for 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 the soccer and particularly the girls development um instrumental in how far it has come um i just wanted to um wish or to to extend deep condolences to Brian Chambers on on the death of his his dad 
since since I've been on last over over Christmas. I mean, Brian is extremely active with Yates United and with the emerging talent and with all the all the um, the girls' side of things and uh, a, a very 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 um, unassuming, um, quiet but very very good effective guy. So again, I just wanted to extend on behalf of the league um, condolences to him and in fact to anybody involved in the soccer who may have lost somebody since since we were last on you know it's 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 a difficult time of year to to lose people and you know that's uh, that's unfortunately um it's it's just it, it was something i wanted to, to just mention today because brian has been sort of part of the part of the uh, part of this uh, soccer for for a long number of years since I've certainly been involved. Yeah, and indeed, since we last spoke, Tina, we spend every Sunday talking about the the budding Pele's in Riverstown and South Sligo and North yes. Sligo and West Sligo and Carrick and Drumahair each Sunday. The original of the species has gone has gone up to the football arena in the sky. That's right. That's right. I mean, it's it's kind of funny. I always say like that somebody somebody famous in 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 different circles like if it's music or sport or something sometimes you know uh, you know when when they when they pass away at christmas say because people are off and whatnot you know it it, it just but but i think for pele he I, I saw lots of quotes and lots of stuff written about it and it's it's very very interesting i mean i think his humility and his 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 uh where he where he came from and where he started and him going off to win a world cup his first world cup at 17 there's i i, I loved the humility about the man you know and i think that's part of the old style football that you know maybe isn't as evident in today's game but um yeah it it's uh, it's uh, it's it's interesting he um him and georgie best probably would be of course two of the, the the big biggest names for 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 for, for soccer but he, he will be missed tina will. we're out of time yep. thank you very much thank talk you, to you next Ralston. sunday see you next week bye bye abbey united kalani united arrowheart ahana celtic balimo celtic manor rangers ben bulbin fc yates united Dramore villa carrick town Boyle celtic Gertine Celtic, St. John's, Valley Rovers, Valley Gawley Celtic, Polly Bowles, Eel Tober, Grand Celtic, Balak Sadair United, Merville United, Glass and his crew on United. This is Youth Soccer on Ocean FM.